So I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'm not going to do this with you. <laughs> I want this to I stop. Think he wants to be your what I really, really want, I want a Zigga Zigga. So. Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the What a Disaster podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Gregory Allen. With me, as usual, is Richard Salvachinsky. Perfect pronunciation of my name. Okay, great. And today we are, uh, we, so, long story short, we broke into an apartment. Turns out it was Patrick Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> we didn't know it was your place. If we had known... We would have been more violent when I we mean, got in. A, he said, long story short, Patrick. I mean, A, I would have appreciated an invite to come back on the cast instead of you guys just like storming into my apartment and you know what? You're lucky. To sit in because you're already here. We tied you to a chair. We put the chair in front of a microphone. Yep. Just try and try and enjoy the day. I'm trying. Right? I'm trying. Just, life's giving you lemons right now. Have some lemonade. That's bitter, bitter fucking lemonade, dude. Like, like to give you lemons and sugar, man. You, you have a few ingredients to work with. Here's Make a sprinkle of sugar. I'm making you a baked potato right now. Oh, that's so sweet. Will you feed it to me since I'm tied to this chair? No, I'm going to put it in front of your mouth. Like just out of reach of anything <laughs> that, you could do to get it. That is a very scant sprinkling of sugar on this lemonade. You know, it's something though, but right? But thank you, I guess. Yeah. All right. It's sad that you guys have had to stoop to taking hostages to have guests on your podcast. We didn't, I wouldn't say it's we stooped to it. Yeah. It just... It was kind of the natural progression. Initially, we were stealing from people to afford the equipment, and we were breaking into recording studios. Why not just... We stole from the recording studios. Why not steal people? It's December, so what better time to steal somebody's possessions and the stuff they didn't even know they had? Right. I mean, you're going to replace it all anyway when Christmas rolls around. Assuming you live that long, if you get to the potato, you'll be fine, I guess. (laughs) You two are going to have to try coal in your lemonade because you're going to get a fuck ton of it in in your stockings. I mean, I'm not going to drink it, but I'll certainly throw it into my furnace. Nothing burns cleaner than coal. Nothing. (gasps) Why the fuck is Alien Covenant a disaster movie for you? It's so obvious. Oh, Alien Covenant? Why is it a disaster movie? There's genocide in this film. Yeah, I think... Alien movies in general, since this one that definitely carries on from Prometheus as well, which was uh, ended with them thwarting the genocide of humanity. Thwarting. Thwarting it. Uh, in this film, it is. It, it, the, all of humanity hangs on the balance in the alien movies. That happens in every movie. You got to do better than that for me. Dude, an entire civilization is murdered on camera in this yeah. film. You know what? It, it happened in Star Wars. Is that a disaster movie too? If you want, Alderaan sure. just fucking blows up. Also, I Star Wars is a disaster movie. We're doing it next week, guys. We'll see you then. Also, I have a list of disaster I mean, movies. Remind us of how FGTV is a disaster movie, Greg. <laughs> that Do you know how many kids were stolen in that episode? <laughs> Countless children. I think it was like six. That six actually, children were shaken until they disappeared. That game's actually pretty hilarious. I actually enjoyed watching them play it. I was like, what the fuck's with this game? Did you listen to that episode? Yes. Um, then you know why it was a disaster. What the fuck are you even asking me for? Wait, I listened to like half of the Oh, episode. the truth comes out! 20 minute episode. <laughs> trying to call me out and didn't even listen. I missed the disaster part. So yeah. We're introducing some people. Michael Fassbender and, and uh, some... Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I've, I've also got to say I don't like Danny McBride. 
Oh, you like Danny McBride? At all. As, I, as, yeah, I hate Danny McBride. He might be a fine person, but based on the character he plays, I'm assuming he's not. Michael Fassbender is God. Danny McBride is Satan. Close case. Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride is okay Wait, in a full feet Fassbender? way. What? What about Michael Fassbender? Michael Fassbender is God? He is God. You got something wrong. He is God. He is. He is in his movie. He is the Christ. Well, sure. Yeah. But I, I'm, oh, also, I feel like we should note for your listeners, guys, that in my apartment, like we can see it right now, I have a painting by the excellent artist Jason Gibner of the Xenomorph oh, yeah, with David from Alien Covenant. I'll take a picture of this and, and his I will, flute. I will tag them in blast points. Jason yes. Gibner, if you're listening, which you might be because Richard's actually going to tag you in this. Um, this, was, is, this, this is amazing work. This artwork was commissioned for me because I love the movie Alien Covenant that we are discussing right now. Yeah, the, um, the ship is Covenant. Covenant. I wonder where they got the name for ah, Covenant. I always forget. Um, they're going to a remote planet. Or how do they pronounce that in the movie? Or a or a gay or a J or a guy or a guy six. There's a crew of like fifteen people. Then there's a couple thousand people in stasis, and they've got some embryos, which Richard thinks are people. Yeah, they're like I mean, my religion. Once says once people. the sperm hits the egg, it's yeah. a people. Exactly. They're also like people, like basically stored in cold storage, though, right? Yeah. 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 It's just like early cryo freezing. It looks really rough when they let it. They, they the ship gets hit with this blast, like some neutrino blast or something, and uh, everybody gets taken out of cryo early. And right. that's and that's where James Franco burns to death. I mean, I should confess <laughs> that I wanted to be on this episode because I love this movie, but I haven't seen this movie in a few months, so I don't remember the details. <laughs> I have months. seen it twice, but it's been a few months. All right. Well, we got what well, we got the two the two androids are played by Fastbender, right? Walter yeah. and David. Walter yeah. and David. Um, Walter's from Prometheus, right? Walter has a weird no no, no David, David's, from, David's from, Prometheus. from Prometheus. Walter has a weird like David's American political. accent. I love Walter's accent. Yeah, Walter's so much. the newer one. It sounds so weird. Yeah, he's the improved model, more better. Yeah, and they have different accents. That's a good point you make. Uh, David improved has improved in the sense that they've taken some like the independent function out of them because David was a little, little too smart for his own good. A little too creative. He, yeah. he was he could make music and stuff. Yeah, a stellar burst damages the ship. Forty-seven people died. Sets James Franco on fire. Yeah, James Franco deserved it. He he for plays, being asleep. Yeah, he plays in the YouTube videos that are in this movie, and that's it. What? Why is James Franco in this movie? Is because Don McBride showed up, so James Franco is just with them? They're buds. So I'll yeah. tell you, there are a couple of like prologues to this movie that were only on YouTube before the movie came out. I heard out, about just those. Just so weird. Yeah. And as far as I know, James Franco figures more heavily in those. So that's where all the backstory is. That's where this yeah. movie kind of fails me at the beginning. Well, I mean, so we end up with kind of a fucked up um, quandary where they they can either continue on their journey, get refrozen right. after having watched a bunch of people die and deal with that you know, however long it takes to get to the other planet that they've scouted and they know is safe, or they can go to this one that looks like it is probably habitable. Let me, let me, let me, let me, habitable? Ref- habitable. Let me rephrase that. Inhabitable. They have two options. One, good idea. Go to your, the planet you've been researching. Follow for the a plan. Decade. Yeah. Or plan B, fuck all that noise. There's a planet right here. Let's just, let's just see what happens. Let's just caution to the wind. For me, if I were woken up from cryostasis, and they just gave me the choice. Hey, this one looks like it might be fine. Do you want to go down and check it out? Or do you want to just keep going? I would probably say, let's go check it out. Why the fuck not? Uh, we have the equipment we need to be safe. Right. We can look around, or presumably, we have the equipment we need to be safe. <laughs> why not go check it out? But in this movie, they and go... And then we figure out why not to go check it out. But. In this movie, they go, we got the equipment we need to keep us safe. Fuck all that equipment. Let's leave that on board the ship. 
We'll just go down naked. We'll just start fucking plants to see what happens. Like, did I they think, do that? One of the characters like literally like deleted scene. I think, <laughs> just, I think one of the characters is like, I'm, this is kind of shit. There's no mammals here for me to fuck, but this this spore plant is perfect. So here's the gonna, thing. I think that was just in a YouTube video that we <laughs> didn't watch. Well, no, he's right. Because when you find, like, it's like going to prison. You go to a new planet, you find the biggest plant there <laughs> is, like and you make it prison. your bitch. Yeah, make it your bitch. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same thing. No, they, they decided to go down to this planet after the captain, the new captain who, who got that job due to attrition, goes... <laughs> I would be bad at being captain. It's a great way to start off as captain is to immediately start doubting your ability to be captain. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to be bad at being captain because I love God. I'm going to undermine the decisions of the scientists and the people around me and immediately say, this is a much better choice. Let's fucking go check out this planet. And, and Diet Ripley in this movie, uh, she goes like, hey. Diet Ripley. This is a really bad idea I want to put on record, which is hilarious because like you're a colony like ship. Who's going to read this fucking record? So do her wizard powers not work off of Earth? Oh uh, Yeah, I think, I think the wizard... I think you need to have that, um, all the magics on Earth. Okay, so yeah. they just didn't let her take her wand, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out why she didn't just magic the shit out of this thing. I couldn't figure out how she could be old enough to be in uh, be as young as she was in oh, Fantastic Beasts. Oh, you're Beast. referencing her being in Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Yeah. I couldn't figure out, like, how could she be old enough to be in Fantastic Beasts and be as young as she looks? And I realized this movie's new. But I just think of all alien movies as being super old. Right, right. So I, super... I have that same hang-up on alien movies. Like, the, what was this, made in 2010? No, it's fucking last year. Yeah, last year. This is actually the first move, alien movie without uh, H.G. after H.G. G. Geiger died. Or is that how H.R. Geiger. H.R. Geiger, Geiger, sorry. H.R. Yeah. Geiger died. Which is, uh, I guess he wasn't probably involved much beyond that. I mean, he was pretty much no. just the design work. And he just did, yeah, he God. just worked on the first But his yeah. work in the first movie stands out. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. I love the texture of that movie. And that's where and, this movie fails. There's no texture to any of the art. And then they need set design in this movie. And, and the stuff that does have a texture feels like a ripoff yeah. of stuff that they've already done. Like, like, like. But just, that's why Patrick loves it. That's why Patrick loves it. I think he just likes the the the. the um, I'm going to speak for you, Patrick. You just, oh, <laughs> you, you like we've the, been uh, so accurate I mean, thus far. So <laughs> you like the uh, the story of Alien, right? You like the um of Alien Covenant or, or just Alien, Alien in general? The, the world. Um, yeah, I mean, so we were talking about this before. I've seen all the Alien movies and. I'm more or less like all of them except Prometheus. Prometheus is a fucking slog that bores the hell out of me. Wait, but Resurrection though? I, Resurrection is fun. Oh, I can't. It's like this crazy ass Why creature Ryder, feature. Josh Whedon? What else? What about a combination? Okay, let's need? talk. Let's talk about Winona Ryder. Resurrection. Do we need to do wild. that? Do we need to revisit Winona Ryder and my opinion on her lack of acting ability? I don't know if I can call Resurrection good, but I had a fun time with it. I had it. fun with that movie too. Yeah. I watched them all in a row. And Resurrection stands out, especially after three. Yeah, you're like, oh, thank God, somebody we're having a good time again. You gotta like, watch the director's cut from the Alien quadrilogy for for Alien Three. You really do. I'll have to yeah. check it out. Yeah. It is a it is a game changer. They make they they fill some major plot holes. Uh, it is a more cohesive story overall, and it doesn't feel like the disjointed mess that we got in but the theatrical like, release. Three starts off with the wrong foot because you just undid all the good stuff that happened in two. I mean, it wasn't yeah. much good that happened in Aliens. <laughs> Space <laughs> Marines, that's all they undid. So, Well, they undid the, 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 the fact that, they, that her and uh, Newt survived that encounter. Like, she gets impregnated by an alien and Newt's dead off screen. It just, it's kind of a bummer. It's like, oh, man. It kind of it robs you of the heroic conclusion. To yeah, aliens there you go. That's a good way to put it. It robs yeah. you of the heroic conclusion of, of Aliens. It's, no, it starts as a tragedy. I, I love Covenant because it sets up, it kind of sets up your expectation that it's going to be an alien movie, which there are aliens in it, but it's fucking David's story. 
And so, you know, this is a new trilogy that is about David. And this movie kind of reveals itself and the trilogy in general to be focused on David as sort of a, uh, you know, an anti-hero, like a very dark, very twisted, very flawed protagonist. And Fassbender is so good. And I love the dynamic between him and his alter ego, Walter. That carries it for me. Fassbender getting weird with Fassbender is what I call that. Fassbender getting weird. Fassbender getting what? Weird with Fassbender. Yeah. It's just fast better. We're getting weirder of himself. Yeah. It's just him walk pacing in his apartment, talking to himself in the mirror. Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> it is great. The flute scene, which we are oh, the flute still incredible. Yeah. miles away from, but yeah, so, yeah look, it's great. Uh, Danny McBride catches the stress call in his uh, helmet while he's just free climbing in space, which is fuck all that noise. Yeah, they got the tools to fix it. He didn't even I have mean, a tether. He, had, like, he just had these like jets just floating around in space. Whenever people do that without a oh, tether, yeah, I'm just like, yeah. oh, no, 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 Anytime there's a movie without a tether, it makes me nervous. Yeah. But at the same time... So they decide to get onto this planet <laughs> that they got the distress call from. And they go, this could be a good livable planet. Even though they, they'd spent 10 years vetting this other planet. Yeah, right. And they ran all these simulations. They're like, listen, we know the fauna. We know what's going to happen there when we show up there. Let's just fuck all that. Let's just... Go down here. This will work. Why should we, as a corporation, the Wayland Industries or whatever the fuck, why should we bother going to this planet that we spent billions and billions of dollars researching when we got a perfectly good one right here that we know nothing about? So, Patrick, why did the ship stop? Was that, did David cause that to happen? Like, why did the ship, like, the other time, the alien, it was mandated that um, you, you would stop when you got distressed calls any kind of communications from alien planets that's why it stopped an alien which start this movie starts exactly like alien this, the ship's going through a long journey everybody's in everybody's in hypersleep it stops early it stops at a problematic planet but why does this ship stop let's yeah. just assume the same reason they got that distress call but or they, the they were ship, hit they were hit by that. that they were hit by that fucking blast and that's why it stopped but like it doesn't it, it just Oh, they're assessing damage. Let's go with well, that. Well, they couldn't go any further, but they just happened to stop within like the, the the vastness of space, they just happened to stop in the middle, like right at this planet that was that was previously had some other humans on it. I mean, that just seems not only unlikely, but impossible. That's like heart of gold fucking Douglas Adams shit. You're the one that loves the movie. You have to explain Did they have the infinite and probability drive? <laughs> Is that how they got there? Like Yes. I mean, and there was a distress call, and I don't. I, I told you I haven't seen this in a few months. I don't remember that. I just don't feel like that. Fine was, detail. I don't feel like that was. You know, um, he gets these movies get hit a lot for missing some of the details. I think that's a big plot hole because everything else has a connection. Everything else has this connection. I really don't think connection. it's that big of a deal. Like, okay, there was an explosion. We happened to be in a solar system, which makes sense because it was a blast from a celestial body. So. It sure. Just, why not? It just seemed very fortunate for uh, Walter to have this colony ship show up with an, another version of him and all these embryos. David, you mean? Uh, David, sorry. I'm fortunate for Walter because he gets sacrificed in this film. Can you be sacrificed if you're a fucking android? Life is life. Hell yeah. No. Life you can is not sacrifice life. objects. I'm going to... I'm going to put this out like there. I'm, I'm going to make you sacrifice your whole setup before you leave my house. But that that's a sacrifice into. of mine, not yeah. of Walter. Walter's not sacrificing anything. Oh, He's a machine. Oh, no, but Rick said he gets sacrificed. Right, but who sacrifices he sacrifice Walter? Himself. 
Watch the sacrifices. The Wayland Company? The Wayland Company, yeah. Okay, good. So a few bucks <laughs> of a multi-bajillion dollar corporation. I think you need to respect Walter more. He's... I think that... He's a fully realized organism. If you are a synth lover, you need to fuck right off and jump out this window. I'm a synth lover. You... Because <laughs> we end up on the planet, and they're all walking around with no fucking protective gear, and a bunch of them get exposed to these spores. Mm. I mean, just wear a fucking helmet or something, you know? Space dust. They yeah, why the hell... Space dust. Why the hell are they not fully fucking geared up with HEPA filters... And everything else that you would need. You don't know what the hell Greg, is going on. Greg, it's a ship of scientists ready to start a new colony, and that's their fucking, that's their A-game. That's what they're bringing yeah, to the fucking You know what? Fuck party. it, guys. It looks like it's pretty much just oxygen and nitrogen and shit. Let's go. It's probably fine. Nitrogen, oxygen, argon. Eh, close enough. Let's go. They're playing Don Def John Dever down there. It's going to be fine. John Dever doesn't play in shitty planets. Throw some uh, goddamn sensors down there. Get some information about organics nope. and go from there. No, because new captains... Fucking sucks. And he just goes, We're doing this. You know and what? If we can play Danny blame Danny McBride for this, I'm totally on board. But this was the second best film of 2017 to prominently feature Take Me Home Country Road. The <laughs> first best was Logan Lucky. Did you guys see that? No, I didn't. You know, I started oh, watching so I've not been able to finish it because really? nobody had interest in watching it but me. That's the one where they uh, go to rob the the NASCAR yeah, track. The NASCAR yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Watch it. it was yeah, it's, it's really, good. really good from what I've seen. I just have not had a chance to finish it. All right, it's on my list. I like heist. I like a good heist movie. Yeah, yeah. It's an and it's an atypical heist movie, but it's from Steven Logan Soderbergh, Lucky who is, is great. Director the second of Ocean's best 11. movie with the the title Logan or the the name Logan in the <laughs> title. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I can agree with that. Logan's pretty fucking great. It's pretty fucking great. all that fucking bad X Men. Christopher Slatt hated it. Yeah. He's Chris it, hated it. Chris hated it. He's he so said wrong. it was he the worst movie he's ever seen about mutants. <laughs> Really? Bar none. No. Bar, bar none? Bar none. Bar none. Versus bar the, He He said he was firmly, he would give it two screw-its if he could. No, he didn't. But you can't do that. It's against physics. <laughs> no, it's not. You just it's against do physics. it again. <laughs> Pretty straightforward. Well, thermodynamics, like. Greg. You can't, you can't just... Can't just create right. screw it's out of nothing. I don't know how many <laughs> laws of thermodynamics there are. Probably a lot, but like the nineteenth one is just you can only screw things once. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Well, what. screw the laws of thermodynamics. Yeah, that's also what he said. Yeah, when he said he would <laughs> screw it twice. He's like, those laws are meant to be broken. <laughs> yeah, they've so they go down, find an alien ship. Did at this point in human history, had they encountered alien species? Oh. That is a question that this movie brought up for me. In Prometheus, they did, but they didn't report back to Earth. Right. They never made that. That, that they didn't know. Yeah. But was that... Like so in Prometheus... In, in Prometheus... Well, let's go back to Prometheus. Was that their first encounter with alien life that, they, that we know of in the alien universe? I think it kind of was, but, like, the characters never seem that surprised when they run across the, like, alien, like, ships in these movies. They're always kind of like, ah! Oh, look! Just some, some stuff from the space. <laughs> That's... That's really cool. <laughs> Guys, you know what we should do is go check it out without any sort of spacesuits on. I love that. I can't nice. wait to lick the walls. <laughs> this building, their texture is really cool. I want to rub Let's my tongue on it. Let's just touch it, guys. Do you see all this stuff? Let's just touch all of it. It's like, they're like the kids in Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. Yeah, they are. That's, the snozberries taste like snozberries. Yeah, they're just yeah. looking for their golden tickets. That's, well, they got their golden tickets. Now they're on the tour. Yeah. Yeah, the golden ticket was exploding space shit. <laughs> And it killed the captain, so Danny McBride got to send him down to fucking weird-ass shit planet. And now Danny McBride's in charge. And now, yeah. yeah. Because Danny all... McBride is your boss. What do you do? Let's talk Kill about yourself Kelly or follow Kelly his direction? the boss. 
they sent no, they sent everybody down to the planet, including the the captain. Yeah, they left like. Billy Daniel McBride is the, the one. Sh- Captain Orem is the one who gets promoted, but Daniel yeah. McBride stays behind on the but ship. But he's a commanding officer on the ship. Tex, isn't that his name? Tex, Tennessee. Dallas, Tennessee. There Tennessee. we go. It's a state. Kansas, good at Knoxville. stay with a T. You're Knoxville. fine. Massachusetts, is it Massachusetts? Let's Tenfus. call it Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> Tidaho, <laughs> Montreal, California, California. <laughs> we could do this fifty times. <laughs> it is some combinations of states. How many? How many states start? States start with a T. All of them. If you just put a T in front, of them. so Florida. <laughs> so they go down to Oregon Six. No, they All don't right, go to that. God, stop. <laughs> We're on a planet. They found an alien ship. They're not fucking surprised. They're being dumb as shit. But they got killed by a bunch of aliens. First, they got a bunch of spores in them. Everybody, two peoples freak out and turn into like big, like seizuring fucking bloody messes mm. because the gestation period and covenant is cut down to seconds. Yeah, why should it take a long time for yeah. spores to murder you to death? Yeah, I mean, yeah, these are it's instantly like, it's like an instant pot. All, yeah. all, all, yeah. The, it's a, seven minutes and you're done. Yeah, but all the, uh, all the. the the infections from the aliens in this are quick. Even the face hugger near the end of this movie, like, goes really quick gestation, where before it was like a whole, like, day. There was tension in the first alien yeah. movie. That's the biggest problem with literally all of them since the first yeah. alien movie is that they sacrificed tension for action. They did. They, you're right. You're right. They added some of that back into this, but in the wrong places. People are dying now. The bunch of the crew they sent on the, the, the planet are dying, and nobody cares because you don't care about these people at all. Like, you get the backburster, like the one guy gets sick and he ends up back in like um, he ends up back in sick bay on the shuttle and he gets a backburster and the other girl just lo- the girl just locks him in there, and I guess that was kind of a cool scene because she's like fumbling around and panicking and doing a really bad job at like killing the little uh, the, the little like um, neomorph neomorph that popped out of this dude's back, but it, it just felt like ten minutes later that spaceship explodes and everybody dies. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I'm actually probably in a way like the best equipped person here to discuss this because like I haven't seen this movie in a while. So the question is who's actually memorable? Yeah. Having not seen this for a couple months. Do you remember those people? David, Walter and Captain Oram. You can't count David. David Walter have to be the same person because they're both Michael Fassbender. They're not Walter, the same person. It's unfair. Very it's unfair, characters. but they're the same actor. So you're, you've got that the association. It's easy to link them. They, they may be just great characters, McBride. but you can't. And the girl's supposed to be Ripley, is like the Ripley standard. Oh, kinda, yeah, right. She's, she's, she's very generic, which is she's interesting passive. because I feel like there isn't that much character to Ripley either, but Ripley is memorable for a reason I can't really put my finger on in a way that this character isn't, probably because she's just kind of she, set up. Ripley as a was more front Ripley and center. She didn't have a cast of characters surrounding her to build upon. Like, it, she wasn't another piece of the of, scaffold. But Whereas was, in this movie, everybody was just another two by four in the wall. But it was still kind of a surprise in the original Alien when Ripley ends up surviving. I don't really feel like I that don't movie disagree with sets that. it. Yeah, because she wasn't up the most equipped the person to survive in that movie. There was a couple yeah. people who were probably better equipped, but they like. And maybe made that's decisions. part of what I appreciated about Alien that I didn't appreciate about many of the following movies is that it was Ripley's story. The 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 neomorphs are definitely fucking scary as hell. They're all white. Yeah. They're all creepy. I feel like they're gonna hold their hands up to their eyes. They show the eyeballs yeah. in their hands. Like it's, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, like Pan's Labyrinth. They're very cool. Uh they come out and, and that's what ends up happening. So the shuttle blows up because a little alien gets loose and people panic and do bad things, make bad choices. And we get a scene from the Jurassic Park where the grass is moving and all the and that's where you get all the neomorphs coming out and they attack the crew and pretty much handle the rest of the chaff. Kill the rest of the crew you don't care about. And all we have left now is the captain, um, Diet Ripley. Uh, 
Walter, and a couple other like grunts. I think one of the Some grunts, other cannon fodder. Yeah, well, actually, one of those grunts makes it off the planet. He gets his face burned, but he actually gets off the planet. Yeah, Can, some cannon fodder always makes it. He probably dies later. I don't remember. Uh, but then they. This is the part that drives me crazy. David rescues him. He shoots like a flare and scares off all the fucking um, neomorphs. Which, he, I love that scene. Yeah, I really, I think it's a beautifully shot scene. I was not expecting David to show up. Me either, me either. I was like, oh shit, I guess we're on that planet. And he but, had long hair. But then they hit, I guess the hair grows too, which is interesting. Yeah. But they go back to that like city where all the people are burnt out and it's a really lost shot. I feel like it could have been a really cool shot to see that whole city and all the like an ancient city on an unknown planet. Yeah. Yeah. They fly right past that. You don't even need to see it. And they go into this like alien structure and nobody from the crew is at all impressed. They're like, cool. Are, are we safe here? Well, the, the, <laughs> and that's another, uh, and that's the spectacle filmmaking process is you gloss over the, uh, the anything slow for the sake of action later. Yeah. Uh, it, like anything to establish what you're doing, where you are, some, some awe. For the spectacle of blowing it all up later. Right. Which, I mean, it was, it felt a little like, I would be really impressed. I would be excited. I would think, I wouldn't be able to get over the fact that, wait a minute, who made this? Who are these people? Why are all these corpses laying around here? Like, what's going on? Like, where are we? Like, it certainly would uh, ask more questions than it ever answered. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what they are now. David rescues them, though. And they go back, they go back to, um, that base, the original, um, I, th- I think it would be like ca- the capital of the, the alien city. Yeah. The engineers. Hey, guess what? I think this is a perfect time to take a break. Yeah, that's where I have it in there. Oh, good. So we're going to take a break. You take a break. I'm going to hang out here and not break. All right, well, I'm going to go take a break. Working. Do you remember when you saw it? Yeah, I was uh, I was two and a half years old. Oh, I was in preschool. And good. everyone at the preschool, uh, we screened it at the preschool. Well, I feel like it's part of the curriculum. It, anyway. it was progressive right. education. Right, right. For you? I was in the same class. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. <laughs> so you guys go way back. No, yeah, yeah. For anyone questioning if this new installment will be sufficiently scary. They don't have any idea what they're in store for. No. They have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Congratulations. It was really great. We're back from measuring all of our penises. No, we're not. (laughs) Hold it. No, that's true. We are not technically back from measuring all the penises. We ran out of measuring tape for Richard, so we do not have an end point (laughs) established. On a dick is an odd sensation. I I can't say hard. Why do people even do that? You would never do that. Greg didn't need to measure it because he already knows the length of his inseam. And so solid eight. Now, solid eight. <laughs> there are tricks to get a bigger penis. I, for one, am a big fan of like when you measure it, you start from your anus. <laughs> start from the butthole. Yeah. And work your way up. Yeah. Exactly. That's like two, three inches. What's wrong with you guys? The trick to getting like a six inch penis for me was folded in half twice. <laughs> But it's impossible to fold it in half four times. <laughs> once you once you hit thirteen folds, it just starts to hurt too much to bother trying. All right, you know what? This is we're more done. Fit. We're clearly done. We're gonna skip to our final thoughts on this movie. <laughs> so, anyways, Danny McBride comes down with this weird like flat ship. Speaking of penises, yeah. Danny McBride <laughs> shows <comes> down <laughs> and he rescues them all. It was a large discussion they had in space. They went back and forth. The overall. Uh, outcome was they came down the rescue. The two people left. Three I people wouldn't left. have gone down. 
Um, presumably, so know. Walter was left, uh, Diet Ripley, and this one guy with this big burn in his face that they fixed with Silly Putty later. Um, and that's kind of like where this movie turns into an alien movie. Because literally beat for beat, now we have every trope that's in every alien movie. Except they, for being a good movie. Which right. is only in the first alien movie. There's only movie. one really good alien movie. The second one is passable as, as like a reward for getting through the first one. Alien Resurrection, great alien movie. I, I'll watch them all. I I'm like leaving. them all. But I'm going like to rank them right now. Alright, rank them. Alien, Alien Resurrection, Alien 3, Aliens. You put Aliens at number 4? I'm not a fan of Aliens. Never have been. I think it's too long. I think it's too Cameron-y. I hate James Cameron. I would go story. Alien, Alien 3 from the Quadrilogy, the director's cut. Wow. Aliens, and then none of the other ones should exist. Wow. I'm a Alien, Aliens, and then Alien uh, Oh, maybe Aliens versus Predator. Let's oh. throw that in. We'll throw that in there just to oh, fuck just with everybody. Oh, shit all wow. over this. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go Alien, Aliens, which is pretty traditional, I guess. And yeah. Alien Resurrection. Yeah. Uh, it makes it way better when you realize Josh Whedon's involved in that. It makes you understand kind of like where it's yeah. coming from. And then, uh, yeah, then Aliens. Uh, I don't hate Aliens 3. I just don't love <laughs> Aliens 3, you know? All right. So let's do it again with the Prometheus movies, Prometheus and Alien Covenant in the ranking as well. Oh. I would go Covenant, Prometheus. No, no, no. Like the whole, oh, all the of whole them? thing. All six. Why yeah. do I have to talk about all of them? Because well, I mean, it's, it's Alien. It's, it's a continuous franchise. Alien 3, Aliens. Um, Wait, what? Are you ranking Alien 3 first? Yes. Yeah, it likes from the, the from director's the cut quadrilogy. from the quadrilogy. More than Alien? More than Alien. Yes. The, no, more than Alien. No, Alien was first. Oh, sorry, I missed yeah. that. The uh, increasingly inaccurately titled trilogy. Okay, so then Alien, go, Alien 3, director's cut, Aliens. Then I'd go Covenant, Resurrection, Prometheus. Okay. I can respect that because Prometheus is fucking shit. So they're back on the ship. All right. Uh, they they get back up out. They get out of there. They escape. Oh my uh, god! What else came with them? But there's a xenomorph. Oh no! And there's this big fight. Like the xenomorph's trying to get in the ship with them, and it gets killed by the demonic claw. Kind of like it was a it was a garbage truck. It was a garbage. A truck. pokey garbage truck <laughs> runs it over and shoots it onto the planet. And <laughs> the, the fucking end. Pokey garbage. Wait, are we already up to that? We didn't even yeah. talk about the flute Who gives scene. A shit? Can we talk about the flute scene? You know what? You love the flute the scene. You got a painting truck. about the flute scene. I do Let's have talk a flute, about scene. The flute scene. It's a great scene. Yeah, the best scene in this movie. You go ahead and talk about. The Actually, flute scene. that's true. Yeah, it is the best scene in this movie. David is trying to teach Walter that he has a consciousness of his own and he can reject the humans and he's a beautiful creature who can learn and do things on his own. And so there's this wonderful, weird, homoerotic fucking bizarre scene where David teaches Walter how to play a flute. It was Fastbender on Fastbender. Could you imagine making a porn movie where you had to fuck yourself on green screen without any any actual you there? Yeah, I can. Because that's what Fastbender did with a flute. Yeah, it was. was, That was a metaphor for uh, uh, having sex with himself. Fellatio. Yeah, it really was. It was was great. (laughs) Yeah, great scene. This movie did not You found it not interesting. I found nothing in this movie. I found it to be uh, almost masturbatory. Because so, I mean, before we get to the actual climax, we should clarify one one sort of relevant detail is that David and Walter ends up saying to David, basically like, fuck you, dude. I'm not following along with your bullshit. And they end up getting in a fight. Yeah. And we see a scene in which Walter appears to kill David. Yeah, but it was an obvious cut. It was, I never seen I did not, David I did not pick kill up on Wal- that or I saw it in the theater. Kill or disable Walter earlier in the movie? 
Yes. So what? Well, but David, Walter could self repair. Yeah, David um, disables Walter because he knows where he's just like his like how to disable him. But like, there's been improvements. So Walter just repairs himself and shows up like a fucking white knight, <laughs> and it's like I'm gonna fucking save everybody, and you're fuck all happy and save everybody. Yeah. That is pretty much the dream come true for the white knight. I'm yeah. gonna fuck yeah. and save you. Yeah, fuck and save you. That's what the white knight's there for. David must have uh, cut off his arm, and he impersonates Walter. Yeah. Walter doesn't have a hand at that point. We skip into that now. I think we're there, right? All right, yeah, we're there. I'm done. Yeah. This movie. Greg is tapping out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Greg. <laughs> yeah, so we get to the end. Fucking Ripley light. <laughs> Diet Ripley. Diet Ripley <laughs> blows the alien out. Yeah. Kills like, the pokey garbage truck. Knocks yeah. it. It just falls onto the planet with an alien. Walter appears to be back and having vanquished David. He's putting Diet Ripley down to, to sleep, to go back into cryo sleep right. until they reach whatever the fucking planet is. And then at the last Ortega minute, <laughs> he reveals that he's actually David. He has the David voice and he says, sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. But they can't do anything about it. So you're like in this and like... And Diet Ripley's like, no, David! And he just walks off down the corridor of fucking like frozen humans who are supposed to be woken up. And you know David's not going to let those humans no, get to where he, they're he, going. No, like, he has two eggs in his stomach and he pulls them out. He'd eat, oh, like, that's right. He like pukes up a couple of fucking fetuses. Yeah. It's so it's it gross. just, it like, it undermines the entire point of the film. Yeah. To How? have that happen. What the the fight for survival is okay. Well, I guess you don't get to survive after all. Thanks for watching every two hours movie. of fucking bullshit. Every alien movie fucks you that way. I, it's the same with horror way. movies. I just find it completely fucking whack when they do that. Where you've defeat, you vanquished this enemy. Oh no, you haven't. The movie's over, but you haven't won after all. False endings. I like just Halloween it drives movies. me nuts. How many times is Michael Myers gonna get up? But this is because David turns out to be the protagonist, and he is identifiable. Because he's been wounded. He's <laughs> he's been fuck you. He's been wounded by he's, his creator. He's the protagonist. His creator because has done him wrong. No, David is a protagonist wrong. of Prometheus and Covenant. Yeah, he is a protagonist. But he's and also, you don't really realize that until the end of Covenant. He's also identified as God. I have two things to say about this. <laughs> the first, only two. He said it. He said the thing. He does it on the show too. Oh, the first. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just a little starstruck right now. I, that's okay. It's okay. You mind if I fanboy for a minute? I, I love when you say. I mean, I just have two things to say. So far, the way you fanboy is by tying me to a chair. So I don't know if I can answer that question. And breaking into your house. Like, yeah. seriously, he yeah. he acts the like this board. was trivial. This is a second floor apartment. Yeah, we got one of those. Little we came in through a window. Circular glass cutter things that you see in the movies. We yeah. got one of those. It I didn't mean, work, so we just broke the glass of a bat, but I've we been, got one. I've been following your fanboy activities as you've sat outside my house in your car looking through mm. the window for the past couple weeks, and I don't know if I can really endorse any more of your fanboying. All right, so. well, let's let's get to your two things. Here are my two things. <laughs> one, uh, I call this movie David's. The first, right. Prometheus is David. Alien Covenant <laughs> is David's, and I love it, and I can't wait for David Cubed. I've been referring to the sequel to this movie, Alien Covenant, as David Cubed for a long time, and I can't wait to see. There won't I be any legitimately xenomorphs. cannot wait to see where this storyline goes. The rumor next. is there's no xenomorphs in the new Great. The new I hope it's all just multiple Davids. <laughs> David. Just David has started a David colony. David out of Cubed. The, you know what? That would undo Michael everything that happens actor. at the end of this if Again. David takes all of these... Uh, frozen people and makes them all Davids. I yes. would. I'm totally fine with this ending if Beautiful. that's where it goes. I see multiplicity. 
That's Michael Keaton movie. That's not Michael Fassbender. Different Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah. Second thing I have to say about this. I went to see this in the theater with Steven, my co-host from Every Horror Movie on Netflix, um, who, as you guys oh, know... He hated this, didn't he? ...is a very selective film goer. He doesn't like a lot of things. Screw it, right? Screw it. He did, Yeah, we have, <laughs> we have our view it, cue it, screw it rating system, and most of the time, he does not give out view it's. It was hilarious when the lights came up at the end of this movie and I just looked over at him and I was just like emphatically grinning and nodding my head like, yeah. And he looked at me and he was just emphatically shaking his head like, fuck no. <laughs> You're like, we're going to talk about this. I realize that my opinion on this movie is apparently unconventional in the minority, <laughs> in the minority but I still love it. All right. Well, that's it. Well, guys, we're in a spaceship flying away. We, we have everybody hostage. We're going to make more aliens. So the all the sacrifices made by the crew members of the Covenant are completely undermined. And the story is, has decided it needs to be about David, who is an egotistical, egotistical shitbag. And that's the end of the movie. Richard, we're going to a break. Are we going to a break? We're going to go to a break. Are we going to a break? Are we going to a break? Pa Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Patrick. Yes. Patrick, Patrick, yes. Patrick, Patrick, we're gonna go to a break. Patrick, a break, break. a break. <laughs> yes, we're broke. We're broken. You've all sacrificed so much to be here and be a part of this thing we're doing. This crew is made up of couples. It's the first ever large-scale colonization mission. And everyone back on Earth is really grateful for your hard work and your courage. We're making history here. This is wheat. What are the odds of finding human vegetation this far from Earth? Who planted it? You hear that? What? Nothing. No birds. No animals. Nothing. And we're back. We're back from the break. Richard's back. I'm in the bathroom. No, don't come back. I'm still pissing. Don't come back, back without me. I want to come back with us. Take out the papers and the trash. Uh, tell me. Tell right. me final thoughts. My what final thoughts. What'd you like? I. I. Great. Liked... What didn't you like? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an okay movie. I I think this movie survives a lot in the fact that it's so much better than Prometheus. Uh, yeah, it, it it kind of like <laughs> boy, that's saying a lot. Yeah, it really is. It, it, Prometheus kind of sets the bar low, and Covenant comes in and and goes, hey, see, we can do better. See, one inch is still above. It's still above. Yeah, it's still there's still more than the four inches I had previous. The surgery was a success. And see so. if you start measuring from the anus, you get two inches. <laughs> yeah. Covenant definitely measures from the anus. And, uh... <laughs> and using that measurement, using a tape measure instead of a ruler, they're able to, to squeeze out the extra inches you need to be impressive. It's an okay movie. I thought the special effects were at times awesome and other times pretty cheap. Obviously, the budget wasn't right for what they wanted to do. I considered kind of low budget for this kind of uh, undertaking, but I enjoyed it enough. It's know, six point eight on the Richter scale. Six point eight on the 
Richter scale. Yeah, I don't need to get more detailed than that. I got All detailed right. enough in this whole sure. chunk yeah. of meatloaf that we call a podcast. Uh, what do you, what do you got there, Patrick? Yeah, what do you got? Patrick. You know, I mean, let's be honest. Well, you get the Patrick or scale. This movie is a pile of shit. And not in the typical derogatory sense, but in the, the sense that it is kind of a haphazardly assembled pile of parts that don't necessarily fit together that well. There are characters that are extremely forgettable, as we've talked about. Uh, it doesn't necessarily connect to the existing franchise in the best way, but I had a great fucking time that I watched it the first time and even the second time and david himself has just been a really important part of my life i just go around and knock on doors and say excuse me ma'am do you have a moment to talk about our lord and savior david that's actually pretty clever i like it yeah yeah it's, it's, let's, do it, let's do it right now you think people will be mad it's like 10 o'clock at night you can go oh go knock some doors yeah let's do this oh i was going to right after i got off this podcast so if sure. you guys want to join me yeah right, it's great let's yeah, knock some doors it'd be wonderful all right greg now that you're back to your microphone yeah after you fell asleep while I was giving my rating, it wasn't that long. What's your rating? Was it? Oh God, it's Thursday. Um, so I was not as much of a fan of this movie as Richard and Patrick, if you couldn't tell. Um, what I did like was it was when it wasn't too dark to see. It was visually interesting. <laughs> um, what I didn't like is that it was often too dark to see, and the story. And the plot, and the characters, and the fact that nothing meaningful comes out of this movie. And the film was printed on. Aside from trying to shoehorn in that David decided to be the xenomorph god. And that is what brought us to Ridley. Ripley? Ripley? Ripley. Ripley's believe it. Ridley's from Metroid. (laughs) It's Ripley's, believe it or Uh, not. That's what brought us to the Alien movie originally. And I don't like it. It feels cheap to me. And the ending felt cheap to me, and I'm just simply not a fan. I would give this probably like a 5.2. Listen to our podcast, please. Oh, uh, we have been putting them out. We, so we'll be, we'll be back in full force now that you've heard this one. We're probably already started. Probably. And you, you've, you've definitely listened to that last episode of Every Horror Movie on Netflix at least 10 times, the, the recap of 2018. Well, Greg, um, at least 10. Maybe, you better have heard it maybe 10 you've times. Maybe you listened to it 2018 times. That's possible. Uh, possibly. I don't know. How long is that episode? I don't know if we have enough hours between when know. this releases and when that releases. So Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Horror, we're Podwad. Every horror movie P-O-D-W-A-D. Let them know that you've listened to their episode. They'll uh, troll you back? All right. So now our Twitter, which is far more important than the ever horror movie on Netflix Twitter, is Podwad. Where the the little at symbol? It's like an A with a circle ish kind of thing. We'll draw it out for you. Talk we, if you me. need us to draw it, at percent. No, that's the and symbol. No, Come on, man. an at. It's per... not called an at percent. It's not at called the at percent. It's not called an at percent. You guys are gonna confuse the people. I didn't the say and percent. I said at percent right at okay, you three well, times. At percent is not what you call the and symbol. Pat tricks or sand. You said that an at percent is the and symbol. I don't even know. No, what we're talking I, about the anymore. and percent is the and symbol. You don't and the at percent doesn't exist. You're just making words up. More importantly, what happens if someone trolls Wadpod? I fucking go to their house and fuck them up. This, he, is, this wow. is my livelihood. It's been a problem. You just fucking try it. See, I'm going to test that. Do it. I know and, where you live, next done. time you guest on our podcast or I guest on your podcast. You'll have a black eye. I'm going to hold you to it. <laughs> wow. wow. And Instagram is wadpod, W-A-D-P-O-D, because we are very consistent. 
We try to be. And our website is the same. If you think the same is what a disaster pod.com. Um, man, we were not thinking, but uh, that one, that one URL is coming up. There's soon. A, WadPod is, is expiring you in want January. You we're going to go steal it. There no, no, of, we're going to steal the WadPod. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of interesting things that come up. If you Google Wad, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, I should Google that. I'm going to go Google Wad. Yeah. yeah. And various other things alongside it. Yeah. Wad face. Wad butt. Wad butt. Wad butt. <laughs> I like it. I like Wad it. meal. Um, what Wad, else we got? We got a phone Wad, number, right? Wad immigrants are to ruin this country. We Wad got measuring dot com. from the anus. Patrick, Patrick knows our phone number by heart. I don't know anymore. No, I mean, it's in there. That's in there, yeah. It was a deliberate choice, actually. Was it, it's 209 781 Come on, man. You don't that's know the jingle? Zoom. No, that's our number. That's our phone. You can call us. You can text us. Oh, did you guys make up that jingle or is it from... No, no I just, just started singing it one day. Before.